What you are about to hear are accounts of real pro wrestling events. Some names, mostly ours, have been changed to protect the innocent. Welcome to Snap Judgments. Karrion Cross and Bronson Reed reenact Hogan versus King Kong Bundy. Robert Stone joins the hashtag MeToo movement, and I decide who becomes the number one contenders to the women's tag team titles. This is Snap Judgments for NXT June 17th. Nope, not 17th. 24th. Man, my math is horrible. Here's why that math is horrible, guys. Um, you might have heard on the last episode that I actually was able to record. Um, there's some family issues in my life. I do apologize that we missed a couple weeks, but I'm back. Um, Mom's doing well. Um, just needs a little extra love from the kids, you know? So I was there. Anyway, um... I am your host, D.A. Vincent K. Fabe. Um, yeah, that's right. I'm still a better host than Smarks because still the most listened to show is the NXT review. I'm sorry I missed a couple. I really feel bad, but I am back. Um, and I may miss a couple others, and I definitely, definitely would choose Smarks to uh, back me up or. JLB, maybe. It doesn't really matter. Anyway, um, before I get started, just remember we are a member of the Todd Tatnus Co. Podcast Network um, as raw and order for all of our shows is available there as well as all of the other platforms that we are on. Um, but also on the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network, you can see hear things like Tatnus Uncensored. You can hear things like uh, basement bullshit. You can hear in the dice box slam with one of those AEW stars. You might have heard of her, Nyla Rose, maybe the Native Beast. I hope you've heard of her. Anyway, this show is about NXT. This show is about reviewing a fantastic NXT. We're gonna start it from the beginning. Um, I love starting off with. Damian Priest anytime they do it. That's my best impression of him. Uh, he's one of the few guys with a deeper voice than me. Um, talks a little funky, but I'm okay with that. Anyway, we have uh, we start the show just right off the bat. Just boom. 
it's as good a snap as, I, as I'm going to be able to record. I don't know. Maybe that was good. I don't know. Anyway, we started off right off the bat. Cameron Grimes has attacked Damian Priest outside at his challenger. Um, Damian Priest... Uh, you know, obviously, we roll to Cameron Grimes coming into the ring. Uh, you know, wanting to, wanting to forfeit and grab Tam. Uh, Damian Priest makes his way into the ring, manages to get in there. Uh, and yeah, so I mean, we get a really decent match here. Um, it was short, but uh, obviously, uh, what they're going for is the Priest ribs or core is injured. Um, Grimes continues to go after the core after every time that Damian Priest tries to do anything. Damian Priest does a choke slam, um, but it causes him enough injury, you know, by uh, by using his core to do it. Um, you know, every every one of Priest's major moves kind of takes a little bit of uh, of core power and when that core is injured this made a lot of sense uh, i'm kind of liking where they're going with cameron grimes i i uh, i know i know smart says there's not a lot to him uh, i'm liking it uh, i dig it um yeah i'm okay with this so uh anyway cameron grimes uh does hit the cave in to get the win um i know that it's just kind of a ch- chicken shit heel move and stuff like that. I'm still okay with it. Um, and he gets the upset win over the Archer of Infamy. Uh, next, we have um, Robert Stone talking to Rhea Ripley. Uh, hey girl, what's up? Just trying to get her on his brand. Um, I don't know. I, I don't I don't disdain where they're going with the storyline. Uh, Rhea has now kicked the crap out of him twice, which is kind of fun. So, um, quickly, Aaliyah comes out, slaps Rhea in the face for throwing her manager into the dumpster again. And, uh, yeah. So, we're going to have a match later with Aaliyah versus Rhea Ripley. I like it. Um, Aaliyah's improving. Uh, I, I don't know how in love with it I am yet, but Aaliyah is improving. Um, next up, we get a, I don't know, kind of a, a weird Timothy Thatcher promo. I, I, I kind of, this is strange, but I I dig these promos. Like, I really do. Um, I don't know. I'm okay with this. I really am. We come back from the break, and that's, that's what we get. We get Timothy and Thatcher uh, contorting people, and and like he's having a, a teaching class, like uh, he's abusing them, but but it's just to teach them. I don't know. It's weird. It's I like it. Uh, finally, we get a you know obviously Santos Escobar and his group, the Fantasma group, um, have been attacking. You know, they attacked Jake, uh, not Jake Atlas, uh, Drake Maverick. Uh, Jake Atlas came to his defense last week. Uh, We're going to get a little more of that today. Uh, Only it's not going to be on Drake Maverick. Santos Escobar and his group uh, have a match with Jake Atlas. Of course, just Santos does. Um, I, I don't know where 
Jake Atlas is. I still, I'm, I'm not. I'm trying to figure out a way to enjoy Jake Atlas's character. I enjoy his wrestling. I'm not in love with the character. I am now, however, since El Hijo del Fantasma is uh, Santos Escobar leading a group called El Legado del Fantasma. Um, I don't know. I kind of, I'm kind of liking that character. Like I was pissed off that they threw him right, right into the title this early, but um, he'll work. They're doing really solid heel work. And I mean, really solid heel work. Uh, and this is a really good match. It really was. Uh, we had everything from a little bit of outside interference. We had Atlas get, uh, some, some big moves. Um, we had, Oh, uh, Escobar, sorry. Kick out of some big moves. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I I like this. I like it. I don't know. I like it. Um, Santos Escobar could be the thing that makes this work. Makes this this uh, part of NXT work. The the cruiserweight title work. And so uh, Escobar did eventually hit uh, uh, Jake Atlas with the Phantom Driver, and this is a good match. This was this was better than the first match, and I liked the first match. So I'm not upset with anything so far. Uh, and the first uh, the first match was an eight. I mean, I enjoyed seeing Cameron Grimes get a chicken shit win, and usually I don't enjoy chicken shit wins, but I actually enjoyed this one. So it made it more methodical, and that's what I liked about Cameron Grimes here. Um, next, we get into kind of what I would consider the weirdest. This is a promo, so it's not really a storyline. Uh, well, it is. It's building a storyline, but the weirdest part of the show. I don't understand why Bobby Fish is having zero issues with having been thrown in the trunk, and Roderick Strong is having psychological breakdowns about it. Um, I don't know. This is just kind of weird. Uh, maybe the trunk is a portal to hell or something or to Wyoming. Um, yeah, maybe it's just a portal to recluse, recluse Wyoming. I don't know. Uh, and I'm not dogging Wyoming. I'm just saying that's where Dexter Loomis is from. Uh, if I was going to dog a state, it'd be Bama. Love you, Bama, but it'd be Bama. Anyway, um, and I always dog Canada, so we're good there. Uh, moving forward, uh, don't you know? Uh, they they have like this this uh, therapy session for Roddy to try and get out of uh, out of his uh, funk, and Kyle O'Reilly's back, which is kind of cool. So. Uh, good to see Kyle O'Reilly. He's apparently Roddy's therapist. I'm okay with this. They go out. Uh, Roddy gets into the trunk of a car. They close the door, the trunk. And now he's cured, apparently. I don't think that that's the issue, but that's okay. Uh, and so Adam Cole, baby, informs Roddy that he's going to fight Dexter Loomis that night, which is... Fine and dandy. Nobody's upset about this. Um, from there, 
we uh we get a promo yeah we get a promo from malcolm uh malcolm or bivens and into share i am yet to get invested in this um i really enjoy only Lorkin and danny birch i'm hoping they can help me get invested in this tag team but right now this tag team is doing nothing for me um I think Bivens can really, really make good promos. I just, I don't, this is so generic. Um, I have, I have high hopes for this, but I, there's no promises as to where this is going. Uh, After this, we do get a tag match. We get Casey Catanzaro and Caden Carter, who are now called the KC Express because their first names start with K. And their last names start with a C. But they're not from Kansas City. So the KC Express. We are one of Morrow's cheesier lines. Always have to love a tag team that has uh, KC or has Express in its name. Okay. That's fine, Morrow. Morrow, we love that you're back, though, bud. So I'm not. I just. That one was not your best work. Not at all. Uh, But anyway, the KC Express is against Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Um, This is, in my opinion, this Dakota Kai was what they were looking for because I actually was invested in Dakota Kai. Also, Raquel Gonzalez was a beast in this match. Um, And I got really in love with that. I will tell you that... I waited. I did not put this in the intro. Uh, this particular statement that I'm about to make in the intro, because I want it to be a secret. But on FBI, my question, and those guys could know. They could know the question in advance. All they have to do is listen this far in, which is about ten minutes in. They could know that I'm going to have them book. What Raquel Gonzalez just gave herself a moniker of Big Mommy Cool. I love it. She's Diesel. Um, And Dakota Kai's in her entrance is kind of HBK Diesel-ish. I was fine with all of this. All of it. Um, I love Big Mommy Cool. I think that's hilarious. Um, and more importantly, I love the idea of in FBI having the gentleman on the team on uh, of WBU pick five female wrestlers and cross gender a moniker. From another wrestler. So, for example, Big Daddy Cool became Raquel Gonzalez to Big Mommy Cool. We maybe get uh, uh, King Kong Bundy to Queen Kong Bundy for, uh, I don't know, Nia Jax. I don't know. Just, they could do all sorts of fun stuff. So, that's your, the listener's, predecessor to FBI. Here's the thing. I don't think they'll listen this far in. I don't know. Maybe they do. I know JLB doesn't. Smarks probably does. He doesn't actually like have to work all the time. Like he's a detective, and you know, coronavirus has kind of shut down his detective work. So 
whatever. Anyway, um, this match as a whole was great. Uh, like I said, Dakota Kai looked as good as she's looked. Caden Carter uh, looked better than I think I've ever seen her look. Uh, Casey Catanzaro still looks like a pipsqueak. Um, but, you know, it, it's hard not to root for her. She's what Gargano was a while back. Like, it's hard not to root for her. Um, I am a little bit afraid she'll break her arm every time she hits anybody um, with a punch. So, she, I, I mean, she's tiny, really tiny. Um, but there's a moment where Carter is getting ready to, uh, has just delivered a Hurricane Rana to Dakota Kai. Dakota Kai bounces up, tags in Raquel Gon- Gonzalez. Um, not Carter, sorry. Catanzaro does that. Uh, then Catanzaro slingshots herself up to do the same thing to Carter or to uh, Raquel. After she tagged in Carter and then tagged back out Carter. It was weird. Anyway, um, Raquel catches her, puts her on one shoulder instead of two shoulders, turns around, kicks Caden Carter, knocks her out, and then power bombs uh, Casey Catanzaro. Then she walks over and tags in uh, Dakota Kai. I think we could have a world title run um, before there's a turn here. I... I I really enjoyed Dakota Kai in this match. Don't tell anybody because I'm not typically a Dakota Kai fan. And I'm rooting for Tegan Knox in the Fatal 4-Way. But um, I enjoyed this. I really did. Really, really did. Um, and, of, of course, Dakota Kai says she's going for the championship. Which is fine and dandy and all, but we know where Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez is going eventually. It's just how long till it goes there, you know? Um, from there, we get Karrion Cross with, uh, with Scarlett against Bronson Reed. And this is what I was talking about with King Kong Bundy uh, versus Hogan being relived. This is a big Hoss battle. Usually these big Hoss battles are not that entertaining to watch. Usually I'm not in that that into Bronson Reed. I am into Karrion Cross. He puts on a show. Um, I've I've seen some stuff online where people don't rate this well. I was enthralled in this match, and it may sound stupid, but I was just like, "Holy crap! Holy crap! Holy crap!" That's all I did. We just sat there and was like, oh, this is so great. This is great. This is great. Uh, of course, Karrion Cross being the new toy right now and Bronson Reed having been there a while, not to mention Vince doesn't like fat people. Um, he ends up, Karrion uh, Cross hits the, the Doomsday Saido, follows it up with the cross jacket, gets the win. Um, and uh, so... He, uh, this is part of the problem that, that some people don't have to be about a title. Some people just have to be about chaos. And I think Karrion Cross is perfect for this. I think they can easily ruin him if they make him Bray Wyatt-y and, and have him be about a title at any point. I think eventually you put the title on him. I just don't think that that's the way you, you keep building this guy. Um, I also think that an undefeated streak is not a bad bad move for him at all, like long-term. And the only way he loses is a cheat, maybe with a taser, maybe in a world title match. 
maybe against Raquel Gonzalez because she's big mommy cool. I'm okay with all of those. Anyway, moving forward, we get an Adam Cole promo. Um, I do love how this promo closes out. Uh, Adam Cole um, says, what did he say at the end? I'm trying to think of the exact verbiage. He tells the interviewer, that's a stupid question. Um, The interviewer, and I don't remember who was interviewing him, but the interviewer says, uh, who would you prefer to face? Well, anybody would say the weakest person, but for me, I don't care. I don't care because I'm that good. I've held the title for 381 days. It was kind of fun. Um, I had this strange feeling Velveteen Dream would have won the title had they had there not been some outside stuff. Um, moving forward, uh, we get the Rhea, we get the Rhea versus Aaliyah match. I am sadly excited for this, and I don't really know why. Um, typically, I oh, okay. Typically, I uh, I'm not a fan of Aaliyah. Uh, oh, before this happened, we did have a Mercedes Martinez vignette, and I'm looking forward to some Rhea Ripley matches with her. I think that could even be the segue into this. I don't know for sure, uh, but we have Rhea Ripley and Robert Stone, uh, Rhea Ripley and Aaliyah with Robert Stone. Sorry, uh, come out to the ring. Um, the, like I said, this is the best Aaliyah has looked. Um, especially against an upper level class. And I think this could be that Rhea can pull that out of people. Uh, I deeply enjoy watching Robert Stone throw a shoe to, um, to, uh, stop. Oh, yeah. To stop, uh, Rhea from finishing, from making Aaliyah tap out in the prism. Uh, I like watching Robert Stone run away. I like all of that. Uh, and this is where you think I say Robert Stone joins the hashtag me too. No, no, it's not. It happens in a minute. No, it's not. So uh, eventually he runs away. She chases him. They go into the ring. Um, she pulls uh, Robert Stone's jacket off over his head. So we like an, in a hockey fight setup. Uh, and Robert Stone gets out because his jacket comes off, and Aaliyah's going to sneak up and get a win. And nope, she doesn't. Um, Rhea turns turns around, uh, gives a big boot to the gut, and hits the riptide. So, I don't know, kind of cool. Um, always loved watching Rhea win. So, uh, the, I, I think... I think I think we're going to see something really cool next week with the match that's coming up, and I'll tell you what it is here in a minute. Uh, then we get Dexter Loomis versus Roderick Strong, Bobby Fish. How much fish could a Bobby Fish fish if a Bobby Fish could fish fish? Or how much fish could a Bobby Fish fry if a Bobby Fish could fry fish? Maybe that's what it is. I don't know. It's the only good thing Matt Riddle ever did in NXT. Um, yeah. Yeah, that's right. Hit me up about it. Fine. At DA Vincent K. Vabe. That's right there on Twitter. Unfortunately, I'm not ever, hardly ever on Twitter. So you, when you hit me up, you can light me up all about Matt Riddle. And I, I, uh, 
I may never see it. Ever. Ever. And that's okay. Anyway. Um, Roddy Strong uh, tries to get in the ring. Dexter Loomis is already there. Um, Roddy Strong keeps running. At one point, he turns around running from Dexter Loomis and runs into the wall. Oh. And Roddy, Roddy runs away, and Dexter gets the win via countout. And Bobby Fish is trying to figure out why Dexter ran away, or why uh, why Roddy ran away, and um, the uh, Dexter Loomis catches Bobby Fish in uh, the Kintai Kuchita or whatever. Yeah, I can't remember the name of it exactly, but anyway, catches him in that. Um, there really, there wasn't much match here. I, I love the Dexter Lumis story. I don't understand how the only guy who's beat him so far, Roddy Strong, was afraid of him. So I'm trying to figure out where, where they're going here. I love that Lumis gets the win. I love that, I kind of love that you protected Roddy, but then again, you also made him look like he's terrified. So I don't know. Like not just scared, terrified, not just uh, uh, a coward, terrified, genuinely frightened of this man. So I don't know. Um, next we have uh, another segment. Leah and uh, Robert Stone are talking to William Regal. They're asking for a rematch against Rhea, which I find insanely crazy. Um, and sure enough. William Regal grants it. And then Robert Stone says, but oh, pardon me. Pardon me. Uh, if, if we win or he's, <laughs> but Regal says, if we win, um, or Regal says, yeah, that's a great idea. You will both be in a match against Rhea. And Stone of course says, I don't wrestle. No, I'm not a wrestler. I'm not a wrestler. And that was true in impact. Like you weren't, um, because Robbie E. wasn't that great. But now that you're in witness protection and over in NXT and your character's pretty enjoyable, I don't know, maybe you'll be pretty good in the wrestling match. Doesn't really matter. Um, and so uh, because Robert Stone's going to be in the match, he asked uh, Regal to... Sorry, it's late while I'm doing this. Uh, Regal to to make it so that Rhea has to join the Robert Stone brand if they win. Um, this is where the sexual assault occurs. Because, of course, uh, William Regal says he can't do that. That's not his decision to make. And uh, that's her decision. And Rhea, Rhea Ripley walks up and says, no, no. I'm good with it and slaps Robert Stone right on the boob, but it's like a boob grab. It's not like uh, it's not like a hey little guy. And I felt awkward, mostly because I wouldn't mind Rhea slapping me in any way, shape, or form. Um, I'm a bit of a masochist. Moving forward, uh, the Fatal Four. Uh, next week we do have the Fatal Four Way. Um, they, they promo that 
That is to challenge Io Shirai. That's going to be Mia Yim, Candice LeRae, Tegan Knox, Dakota Kai. I've already told you who my pick is. I really want it to be Tegan Knox. Uh, the cool part about this is there are two two active long-term feuds. One of them will be a long-term feud. It's, it's just started. The other one is an active long-term feud, and that's Dakota and Tegan. Um, and then they also promo the fact that... Uh, They've just made it official. Roddy Strong versus Dexter Loomis will be the first ever leather strap match, uh, meaning that Roddy Strong can't run away. I don't know. I'm okay with it. Um, kind of looking forward to it. Want to see what Dexter Loomis does with a strap? I don't know. I'm pumped. And then we have the North American Championship slash number one contenders match. This match was Awesome. Um, I still, we did get to see a little bit of Keith Lee's high flyer. We got to see him jump over the top rope and get a crossed body. Um, I, I am so ready for Keith Lee carrying cross. It's not even funny. Like, incredibly ready for that. But here's the problem I really think carrying cross needs to be a non title guy um, who just carries the brand with his exceptional. Just dominance. Eventually, you can have the title, but just dominance for a very long time. Um, anyway, in this match, uh, Gargano hops out. They, they've got a you know the feud with Lee and Balor, and everybody's just after it. Uh, we get great shots from Balor here. We we have a moment where Balor does the drop kick to the corner, um, and into Lee. We've got Lee swatting away Gargano. We've got Gargano um, uh, going for a Gargano escape, and then a powerbomb attempt happens. And like this, there's just so much. Uh, there's a sequence where Lee keeps getting thrown into sleepers by each other guy, um, and and he grits through it, and you know all that stuff. Uh, this is just a really, really good match. Like, a really good match. Um, I deeply enjoyed this one. Uh, Gargano takes a ton of punishment. Uh, again, outside, Balor hits a really cool sling blade. I mean, Balor's intensity since going back to NXT is gold. I mean, it is a pot of gold. Uh, it is fantastic. Uh, we do get Balor and Gagano back in the ring after a commercial break. Uh, just as Balor's setting up to uh, go for hitting Gargano with the kick to the other corner so he can do a coup de gras, you see Keith Lee get back up from the sling blade on the outside and relive that moment that he had when he uh, kind of Hulk smashed out on Balor. Oh, shoot, it's probably been two months ago now. Um, and it was just really entertaining. And, of course, we do see a, a triple I'll hit you, I'll hit you, I'll hit you, I'll hit you type thing. Um, and and truth be told, we're really, really ready, really ready to see Balor. I, I thought he had this. Um, he, he hits uh, Keith Lee. Keith Lee falls onto Gargano as kind of a homage to last week's setup. Um, we've got oh man, there's there's 
dives to the ropes. We've got uh, the shotgun dropkick. We've got the, uh, an attempt at the 1916 DDT. Um, it, this is just a really great match with everybody just cutting each other off at the pass, and it's so much fun. Um, yeah. And so we're, we're moving towards the end, and eventually Lee hits the Big Bang catastrophe on Gargano. Um, Balor is going to go for the coup de grace on both of them. Lee gets out of the way quickly. Gargano takes all of that as well. And then, uh, yeah, Balor takes the Big Bang catastrophe from uh, Keith Lee, and Keith Lee retains... And we'll face Adam Cole Bebe. This is the match that needs fans. And here's why this needs fans. This could actually have a back and forth. Ooh, ooh. Baby. Ooh, ooh, baby. Ooh, ooh, baby. Like, I would be entirely okay with that. Um, I don't care. I, I'm so pumped. I'm so pumped to watch this match. Um, it is supposed to be winner takes all. I don't know if it unifies the titles. Uh, but yeah, I'm pumped. And if it does, if it doesn't unify the titles, and there's then there will be a takeover later on. Not Great American Bash like it is right now, but there will be a takeover later on where. Uh, Adam Colbebe will have to defend against two different people. Uh, maybe he'll try. Maybe he'll try to use the. Uh, oh, for heaven's sakes, uh, Freebird rule. But I don't think that's going to happen. As a whole, this was great. Absolutely wonderful. Like I said, there were great matches. Um, this this uh, triple threat match. Nine. I mean, nine convictions here. This is solid. Um, the uh, previous... Let's see, I'm just going to roll back through my notes here. The previous match... Uh, that's the promos. Um, okay, so we've got... Oh, yeah. I don't know. How do you grade the Dexter Lumis one? I don't know. Um... For building storyline, because I have no clue where they're going. And I, and I have never had a clue where they were going with Dexter Lumis. I love that I don't know, but I don't know. Uh, I guess I'll give this a five, because nothing happened. Like, it, it can't be horrible, and it can't be good. I don't know. A lot of people would give this a two. A lot of people would give it a ten, because it's developing storyline. I'm going to give it a five because I just don't know. I, I don't know what to think of the whole situation. Um, we've got, uh, before this, we've got, obviously, Ripley and Aaliyah. Aaliyah's performance is her best performance yet. This is a seven performance from her. Rhea Ripley is obviously um, a, a 9-10 performance on a regular basis. Uh, Robert Stone is entertaining. Uh, I still kind of wish Chelsea Green was was the girl for him. Um, I think that she should have been in this Fatal 4-Way, but she's not. Uh, I, I'm guessing that that's the end of Chelsea Green, maybe. I don't know. Um, 
I should look up and see if she was let go. Uh, anyway, this match gets a, gets a solid seven. Yeah, I mean, it it can perform to the level that Aaliyah performed to, and she, this is her best performance yet. So I'll give it a seven. Um, I don't usually do these backwards, do I, guys? I'm sorry. Being gone for a couple weeks and now being tired doing this late, that's just weird. Anyway, the carry and cross match. This one pisses me off because I've seen other people rate this already. And the people who have rated it have rated it as not good. I think this was freaking great. And I mean great. Like fantastic. I give this match a nine. Like this match is as good and much shorter. There's not much storytelling here. But in terms of just a big hoss battle, this is one of the best big hoss battles I have ever seen. It was fun. It was impactful. It was destructive. It was it was Kevin Nash, Razor Ramon, IC title. Um, or I'm sorry, Diesel, Razor Ramon, IC title level match. Like just two big hosses just going at it. This was, I enjoyed this match a lot. Um, I'm really curious if Smarks is going to say anything when we do the FBI review um, about the renaming. Like, if he listened, he'll know. Anyway, uh, best friends. <laughs> Sorry, different show. Um, the match with Casey Catanzaro, Caden Carter. I finally am invested in Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez. Yeah, I'm going to give this an eight. Like, this match is good. Um, into share, I'm, I have no investment in, so I'm out again on the the uh, promo. Give me a reason to be to invest in it, and I'll be I'll be a okay. But I am invested in Dakota Kai now, so that's kind of fun. Um, and then the Santos Escobar thing. God, that was a good match. Um, that match is a nine two. 9.5 is such a great match. I just wish it, that match is so close to being a 10. It's not even funny. Jake Atlas with a character other than I just really admire Drake Maverick. That match is a 10. I personally thought during the tournament that Jake Atlas should have been the one that turned heel. Um, I thought it would be okay, and I did pre- predict El Hijo del Fantasma was the heel eventually that they were going to go with. Um, but I thought Jake Atlas was the person to do it when during the tournament. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I, I really enjoy Santos Escobar. Um, the Del Fantasma group is really fun. I don't know, like, they did a lot of setting up, and it worked, I think, so, uh, and then, of course, you guys know how I feel about Cameron Grimes and Damian Priest, I love Damian Priest, Damian Priest opening for a show, well, that writes his name in history, doesn't it? I don't know what I love about Damian Priest so much, I tried watching some old Punishment Martinez uh, interviews, 
I there's something it's better as Damian Priest. Like he's worked on it. Um Yeah. He's the archer of infamy. He's gonna live forever. His name will live forever. But Cameron Grimes made it grab time by being a chicken shit heel, and that makes this match a nine as well. This overall show was grab time. No, seriously, this show was really a very, very good show. I'm pumped for Great American Mash. I cannot see this being a downhill turn. Uh, maybe the first weekend of Great America, or first Wednesday of Great American Bash will be. I am absolutely 110% jacked about this. I think Great American Bash is going to be fantastic. Um, I think you guys should tune into NXT for the live to beat beat uh, AEW on the reviews, and then you can just watch AEW on on DVR. That's, that's good. If you have two televisions, have it playing on both of them at the same time. That's fine. That's good stuff. You know, I'm, I'm okay with that. Either way, great, great match. Cameron Grimes, Damian Priest. A uh, lot of fun to watch, you guys. Cannot wait to find out what the ratings were. Um, I, I would bet this wins. I just think it will. But... Um, the whole show as a whole is is a nine. The one thing I do have a little bit of a pet peeve for is too much promo. I think the promos, with the exception of Indus Share, uh, helped us invest in the stories. Uh, I wasn't overly upset with those. Um, this Dexter Loomis story, I'm invested in. I just don't know where it's going. Like like this is chapter three of a really confusing novel. Yeah. I, I do not hate that story at all. So, anyway, uh, I have to go back to the notes. Otherwise, I'm just going to keep talking about NXT. And that is the end of that review, Snap Judgments. Nine convictions on most of the matches. Nine convictions on the show. You need to go watch this particular one uh, from June 24th. Um, NXT. Um, thank you for listening. Again, please, please, please go to the Tatnus Co. Podcast Network. Um, God, there is so much fun stuff there. It's actually what I listen to in the background while I'm working. Um, they, they just, it's a lot of fun to listen to. So, uh, and make sure you like, share, subscribe. Um, share, 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 subscribe, like. Um, and then go to our websites. Go to the Wix website and want read some of the... Uh, blogs um that may or may not be good because they're written by smarts um and <laughs> i love razzing on him because he doesn't listen like he won't even know he's not gonna know this and i'm okay with that anyway um like share subscribe tell your friends uh talk about it with your friends out loud you know i got a buddy who, who listened to 15 hours the other day in florida he just we sat and chit-chatted about it and he's like man i'm gonna listen to this and uh he's back into wrestling so maybe that gives them a chance to come and hang out with you uh also go to shop.spreadshirt backslash raw and order wbu sorry shop.spreadshirt.com um backslash raw and order wbu um, check out our shirts. Love the shirts. You'll love them too. I still rock my Nada Cop on a regular basis. I am absolutely 100% excited to get a Vignettes shirt. Um, 
That's right. Big Mets shirt. Um, also really, really, really excited. Uh, I think we may have added a new shirt. Um, or maybe adding a sh- new shirt coming up here pretty quick. So those are all very, very exciting. Check those out. And check out our Patreon. Remember, you can get free merch if you Patreon. And you can be on a show. And there's a lot of uh, other stuff. Like you can vote on what we review next month uh, or every month. I I don't know what we're going to review. I'm really hoping it's not sold out. Um, I wasn't in ECW fan. I'm sorry, guys. Don't get mad. I like it now, but I wasn't in it live. Um, maybe it'll be great. It probably won't. Maybe it'll be great. I've never seen that particular one. So, um, that particular ECW uh, one night stand. So, make me watch WrestleMania 3 because that's much more enjoyable to watch. Um, and Smarks, I am challenging you to whomever, when people go vote for this on the Patreon page, when they vote for it, when they're on it, whomever the fans pick, the uh, jury picks, I think we should do a watch along. I can I can sit down. We can do the three, two, one start. Uh, we'll do a watch along for it. Um, or we can review it, but I think it ought to be a watch along. And if you listen to this show, again, now you'll know this, and you'll know that the question for FBI coming up is literally cross-gender mar- monikers. Five wrestlers of your choosing, preferably female, cross-gendered with older monikers. You could have the heartbreak chick if you wanted, but you got to pick the chick to be the heartbreak chick. Um, you could have, you could have Razor Ramona. Yeah, see, this is good stuff. You could have, uh, like, like I said, Queen Kong Bundy. Um, lots of fun stuff. Don't now. If you listened, I just ruined those. So hopefully you don't. You'll you'll be able to prove it that way. I don't know. Anyway. Like, share, subscribe. Hit up Smarks on Facebook. He's at Raw and Order or Facebook. Good lord. At Twitter at Raw and Order WBU. I am D A Fabe at D A Vincent K Fabe, and our R C M P Royal Canadian Mounted Police, the Mountie Justin LeBlanc is at J L B four twenty. Gosh, bitch can't do. Guess what he likes to do in his extracurriculars. Anyway, I'm going to sign off because I am rambling because I'm tired. Good night. We will talk to you guys on the flip side. See you for. Let's see here. It would be. We've got, uh, we got SmackDown if JLB gets set down in time. We for sure have. Um, WBU coming up and FBI coming up and then I'll be here next week. Uh, there'll be a raw, I guess between now and then. Um, and I'll be here next week to recap NXT with you. Uh, and so you can listen to this recap and then maybe you can listen to AEW or maybe you can skip it. I don't know. Uh, head to head though. This beats AEW this week. Solidly. Anyway, talk to you later. Bye.
Where's my recorder? God.